Mr. Wallace, what is that? Is that your medicine? Yeah. <laughs> it's a weed attestant. <laughs> is that something by federal law I shouldn't be seeing you having? I mean, you, unless you're, <laughs> are you a peace officer? Are you a, I mean, your federal agent? I might be. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Just this long con on Bill. <laughs> I gotcha. Stab sting. <laughs> Built this whole theater just to catch you. It's been it's been it's been years, man. We were just hoping you'd get into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Let's just do the thing then, shall we? Wow. Yeah. That was really bad. <laughs> Roughly right. twenty-four to Close. ninety-two hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists so John commissioned three specific humorists to give various <laughs> potentially comedic takes on several random topics, so I don't have to. which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience oh. in a show called <laughs> Stab. Sounds like a lot more people Woo! than it is. Woo! Standing room only. Wow. Welcome to Stab. Uh, I'm guesting in for John again. I'm standing up, not sitting down. Uh, with us tonight is Melissa McGillicuddy. Woo! Yeah! Do it. Nick Coleman. And down there on the end, holding it down with all the pressure in the world. It's Bill Wallace. <laughs> I'll be your guest host tonight. I'm Jesse Jones. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Stab. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, uh, welcome. Um, how how's it, how are you, Melissa? How I are things? So good. Things are great. That's cool. How are things with you, Jesse? Don't talk to me. Tell me in great detail. <laughs> things are loading. Uh, <laughs> things are good. Do you need to drive home and get the prompts? I should. Uh, Christy, could you? I left it on my other laptop. He texted it to me earlier today. That's true. There it is. It's right there. Uh, yeah. How are things? Good? Great. Things are good? Yeah. Things are really good. Good. It's yeah. always good to see you. It's great to see you. Seeing you a lot more now with yeah. your with your Lady Juice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not Bet- actually what Betsy it's titled. Betsy Juice, but also Lady Juice. <laughs> I mean, Lady. But that's a different story. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, good to have you back. Nick Coleman, it's your first time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. First timer, Nick Coleman. Is it really? It is. Yeah. Go easy. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're we're hauling a lot of new new faces up Why on did stage. I think I had done like multiple episodes with you? <laughs> We've had a lot of Nicks. Yeah. It must have been I another one Nick. Of faces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was you really say, don't. I actually <laughs> thought we were on one together, too. <laughs> I just have that effect. It's in your dreams. You just, I, every time I close my eyes, I see you. Mm. Nick's been quantum yeah. leaping into <laughs> various different <guests>. realities, <laughs> just making right what prompts once went wrong. Hoping always to get home or something. To <laughs> never did. Right one. Never did. Never did. Did they? Did that show get canceled and you never made it home? Is that what happened? Yeah, on the last yeah. episode, they they had like ti- uh, like title screens that said oh. he he never made it home. That's fucked up. I like it. There's too many happy endings. You're right. You're right. It's bittersweet. <laughs> yeah, he kept going. You're right. Uh, a little quantum lip. A quantum leap. Uh, <laughs> quantum lip. Oh, that's kissing through time. Slip. <laughs> quantum, quantum lip. Quantum lip. 
<laughs> who wants to do, who wants to real quick do a, a a prompt on quantum lip? It can be a movie makeup. It can be whatever you'd like. I was like, the kids are really gonna get through this, these references right now. <laughs> oh yeah, we are nailing <laughs> these late '80s. Dude, my dead grandma would love this. Oh episode. yeah. <laughs> Especially Quantum be- Leap? That's my favorite <laughs> strand of Indicus. <laughs> uh, I'll try and update our references. Bill! Yeah. Hey there, bud. Hey. How's it going? It's going. It's, you know. Is it? World's turning. Yeah? Are you still influencing people on the interwebs? Oh, man, yeah. I see you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of... It's, it's, my, it's how well-spoken I am. Yeah. I was going to say why they follow. <laughs> it's that kind of leadership. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's let's quit dicking around then. Let's start the show. <laughs> the first segment: reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, yesterday. I walked out to my car to find that it had been the victim of a vile, reprehensible, good old-fashioned egging. So, (laughs) in honor of this, a lot more difficult to clean up than you might have imagined, good-natured tomfoolery, today's acronym is EGGS. E-G-G-S. Melissa, what does EGGS stand for, mean to you? EGGS stands for Every Great Guy's Semen. (laughs) Are you tired of trying to meet the right guy to father your child? Not sure how good his genes really are? Can you trust that he's not lying about his family's history with cancer, heart disease, and diabetes? Do you just need some really good semen? No questions asked? Then head on down to everygreatguysemen.com and peruse our selection of great guys and their semen. It's like 23andMe, but for semen, we think. (laughs) Mention this podcast and receive a tote bag made from 20% post-consumer recycled semen. (laughs) 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 Melissa McGillicuddy's eggs. Uh, (laughs) Post-consumer... I don't want to think about it too hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Nick, eggs. What's that mean to you? Eggs. Uh, ex- now, follow me on this. <laughs> Extendo grip grabber sex. Um, this isn't really going to hit home until later. But well, just, I get where you're going. Uh, <laughs> but imagine, if you will, a reality in which extendo grip grabber reachers are sentient, animate beings, and also very horny patrons of diners. In this reality, <laughs> humans and extendo grip grabbers are forbidden to have sex with one another. It is the highest taboo in the land. But, uh, worse than having sex with your sister or any other relative or a dog. Uh, so, of course, some humans and some grabbers of the extendo grip brand really want to fuck because it's so forbidden. Well, in order to find out if someone's a good sport, and in order to avoid a lynching, if they are not, Ooh. the acronym EGGS <laughs> was developed for people in the know, standing for Extendo Grip Grabber Sex, mm-hmm. as previously mentioned. And the proper way to use this acronym 
to is to mosey on up to certain a certain kind of diner called a Reach Easy, uh, <laughs> and simply order eggs loud enough for anyone to hear. And if <laughs> yep, just around the corner. And if anyone in hearing distance feels like a good old extendo grip fuck sesh, <laughs> all they got to do is pipe up with, I'll also have eggs. <laughs> and then they lock eyes and stagger to the bathroom one at a time, not together, and then have unprotected sex. <laughs> all right. Nick Coleman's illicit secret code eggs. Uh yeah, Bill. Are, are people fucking these grip things? Is that like some? Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, they might be in a couple prompts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna all make right, more well. sense on the next prompt. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> all right. Also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a call forward. Call forward. So, <laughs> you'll get it later, Bill. I'll get it. I'll get Bill, it. Bill, eggs. What's it mean? Um. Okay. Eggs. Uh, it stands for Entitled Gary's Going Slow. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but when I hop on the freeway, the way I want to feel is free. Free to fly fast in the fast lane like a fast Frank or a speedy Sally. But sometimes I'll get into the so-called fast lane only to get stuck behind the worst kind of freeway driver of them all. The dreaded Entitled Gary. <laughs> <laughs> So entitled, in fact, that he feels his two-word nickname doesn't even need to be comprised of two words that start with the same letter like the rest of us. No, Gary does things how Gary pleases. (laughs) Gary will get in front of you and slow down, and when you get into the next lane to get around him, he'll just cut right back in front of you again. So you get back into the fast lane and finally get past him to look and see that he's texting and driving with his knee. So you do what any logical thinking fast Frank or speedy Sally would do. (laughs) You crank your wheel to the right, slamming into Gary's driver door and sending him careening off the side of the overpass (laughs) so as to show him the error of his ways. (laughs) This has been a friendly reminder to always be a fast Frank or a speedy Sally. Otherwise, someone might commit a crime on you. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Wallace, that's eggs. That's the reorganization. On to segment two. Yes. Yeah. Trucking. <laughs> was that a, was a sigh of relief that we're on to segment? Yeah. Entitled Gary. <laughs> um, segment two, pickup lines. We haven't done this in a little bit. Uh, pickup lines. Uh, I give you guys sort of the, it's open-ended uh, to compose three pickup lines either to or from the following things. Don't want to p- pigeonhole it. and this, It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so uh, three pickup lines. We'll go one at a time. Cycling through. Uh, first, Melissa, pick up lines from a magnet. Hey, girl, I'm stuck on you. Literally, because I'm a fucking magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a refrigerator. <laughs> Match made in heaven. Uh, Nick, pick up lines to or from uh, one of those reach or grabber things. Oh. <laughs> See, guys? See? So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you find yourself in the same reality as painted before <laughs> and you're with an extendo grip brand reach grabber in a in a supermarket yeah. you might hear a line such as this <laughs> did it hurt when that gourmet soup can on the top shelf slipped from my extendo grip and smacked you in the forehead did it hurt <laughs> <laughs> it's paying off <laughs> Uh, Bill, 
pickup lines to or from a tissue. <clears throat> <laughs> hey, are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> Straightforward to the point. Yeah, yeah I'm not wasting any time. <laughs> Start swapping snot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, second pickup line from a magnet. Hey, girl. <laughs> Opposites attract. Literally. Because I'm a fucking magnet. <laughs> For real, though. That pulling force of attraction you're feeling <laughs> is the north pole of your magnet drawing to the south pole of my magnet. Now I mean, oral sex, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Magnets, very literal. Very straight. <laughs> methodical in their pickup lines. Uh, Nick, another one from or to uh, one of them reach or grabber things. This is another one from a reach okay. grabber. <laughs> hey, fella. You ever had to reach around from someone whose only reason for existing is to reach <laughs> around? <laughs> hey, I mean, that's, that'd be pretty convincing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my only, it's soul. my sole purpose. That's got to be a good reach around. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me one good reason. It's all I was that's made for. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why are you not reaching already? <laughs> Bill, second pickup line from a tissue. Tissue, in case that's uh, unclear. <laughs> do you come here often? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> just right in there. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Melissa, uh, last, thirdly, uh, from a magnet. Hey, girl, did you swallow magnets? Because I just went into the bathroom and there were some weird magnet-looking poops in the toilet. <laughs> Is everything okay? I mean, if you're going to eat magnets and poop them out, at least flush that shit down. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. It's so good. I mean, that's fair. Be courteous. Just leave floaters, m- magnet floaters. <laughs> Wouldn't imagine they'd float. Um, Nick, third from to Reacher Grabber. To a Reacher Grabber. Okay. Hey, Extendo Grip brand Reacher Grabber. <laughs> Is that a 32-inch extra long mobility aid, rotating hand, heavy-duty <laughs> grip, arm, reaching assist tool for trash pickup, litter picker, garden, <laughs> nabber, a disabled handicap arm, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You did research for like one of the throwaway bits. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all very important. Okay, sorry. And yeah, integral you're right. to the show, right. Bill. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're more right than I am. Uh, <laughs> Bill, thirdly, from a tissue. Uh, who wants to fill me and then throw me away? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's pickup lines from those things. You loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, one of these nights. Hey, everybody, <laughs> on to the third segment already. That means you're two-fifths of the way towards going home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, explain it to me, segment that we don't do often again. I'm going to stop mentioning that because it's not worth mentioning. Segment three, explain it to me. Please explain the following things to me as the following things. Uh, Hopefully that was clear enough. We'll see in just a second. Melissa, 
Please explain shame to me. I'm a reality television. Okay, so remember like that one time in like season four of Jersey Shore when like Snooki got too drunk and like thought someone was like stealing her drinks and then she got like punched in the face? That's shame. Okay, but remember like in season 13 of The Bachelor when The Bachelor like picked that one lady and then he was like, JK, never mind, changing my mind. Okay, well that wasn't shame, that was just a shame. But I think that you're feeling me on this one. Okay, but, like, for real, remember on, like, season seven of Survivor when, like, Johnny Fairplay, like, lied and said his grandma died so that he could, like, win the challenge and, like, hang out with his friend? Shame on him. Okay, so remember, like, in season four of, like, America's Next Top Model when Tiffany Richardson had, like, a super bad attitude and Tyra was like, no, no, you didn't. And Hella yelled at her for, like, days like that time your mom yelled at you at the grocery store when you wouldn't get out of the shopping cart. That's shame. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa McGillicuddy. Shame being explained to reality television in terms that it would understand. And I I fear (laughs) that you've watched a lot of reality TV. Oh, no, I Googled all (laughs) that shit. Okay, good. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. I don't watch any reality. I was like, what's reality television? Nice. Yeah. That's good. Excellent research. Thank you so much. It would have been shame. It was just one YouTube video, really. Oh. I was there there for all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, somebody asked me. It's out there. I only read one Amazon page on Reacher Grabbers, so. (laughs) We've done our research. (laughs) Nick. Sorry to yell at you. Nick Holman. Please explain the Marvel Cinematic Universe to me. I'm Amish. (laughs) Hello, the Amish. (laughs) I'm going to assume you're the same Amish community from the movie Witness (laughs) who took in and protected. The very heroic Harrison Ford, <laughs> who was also protecting Amish people from dirty cops. And so you know what a real goddamn hero looks like. Now imagine the opposite. A bunch of fuckboys who have never milked a bull in heat or plowed a fr- frostbitten plain, all wearing costumes that are the exact opposite of your simple, practical garment. Now, with that picture in mind, picture these... Idiots. Like the idiot boy from Two Towns Over, Hezekiah. (laughs) Remember when varmints were eating up all the corn in their silo and Hezekiah had the brilliant idea to set fire to the silo in order to kill the pests? Oh, he killed the fucking pests, all right. Pardon my language, Brother Job. (laughs) But he also destroyed our rations for the entire fucking winter. Again, sorry. And then expected to be praised as a hero. Remember that? Well, that's every fucking movie in the MCU. <laughs> Again, sorry. And each time they destroy a bigger and bigger silo and cornfields. But it's all the same. And you know what? Personally, I think you're missing out on a lot of cool shit living this Amish life. Like fried chicken and the clash and extramarital sex. But one thing I can guarantee tea that you're not missing out on is the MCU. More like the MCPU. That was... <laughs> Sorry. Fake <laughs> <laughs> Nick Coleman <laughs> explaining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think to the Amish Amish. people are gonna have fried chicken. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I was I'm not 100 on it. I was waffling on that too. Unless it's like they can't have like I, from an air fryer, I guess, because yeah, you'd have to plug they that can't in. You need to fry the. You can't have chicken. Amish people can't have healthy fried chicken. They can't chicken. have roasted chicken. <laughs> 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 but you could put a pot of grease on a fire, right? Like that'll. 
Yeah, that's I true. I imagine. Let's try it. I didn't really think this through. It's okay, Nick. It's all right. <laughs> my main my main <laughs> angle was to bash the MCU. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to lob that up for you. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you were spiked. You were spiked at home. We were just, we were just nitpicking your knowledge of the ability to fry chicken. That's yeah, that was no, no, only chicken. Yeah, specifically chicken. I, I, I still don't know how it's made. That's fair. <laughs> they can't drive to a KFC and get chicken. Amish exactly, cannot yeah, do they that. They can scoot, but they, I mean, they could go in they a buggy. Take a buggy. Shit. I think we're really splitting chicken hairs here, you guys. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Especially, but do, but do chickens have hairs? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Um, I have to move my car. Okay. I'm just going to be right back. Bill Wallace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did, yeah. Does that, I'm, that sounds like uh, you found this one difficult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it seems simple. Explain indentured servitude to me. I'm a colony of bees. How simple. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, guys, huddle up. <laughs> I just pictured a bunch of all right. Um all right, now uh I'm here to explain to you, a uh, colony of bees, what indentured servitude is. But I don't really want to do that. Uh That's fair. you guys are bees and I'm not even hundred percent that you can understand what I'm saying right now. But on the off chance that you can, would you please do me a favor and continue to refrain from stinging me as I am extremely allergic. Uh, I'm not really sure why I was chosen for this assignment. I told my boss I didn't want to and that it would put me in extreme danger, but he just said, listen, you signed a contract. Now, I don't care if you like it. I don't care if if you hate it. I don't care if it kills you. I want it done. So uh, I'm just gritting through this because I don't really have many other options. We we good here? (laughs) Nope. Nope. <laughs> let, me, let me read it one more time. That's, uh, I was just caught off guard. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Wallace explaining indentured servitude <laughs> to bees. That was explaining it to me. Uh, segment four, four of five. It's location, location, location. This is one that people understand more. Um, <laughs> congratulations on the new businesses. You all now own the following businesses. In the following locations, make us want to purchase your wares and whatnot. Melissa, uh, you sell Cutco knives in a town full of hemophiliacs. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> this is beloved local comedian and entrepreneur, <laughs> Melissa McGillicuddy, here to tell everyone living in Hemophiliaville about these awesome new Cutco knives I'm selling. Yeah, that's right. I'm on a podcast as myself, doing a character of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Is it The Matrix? Is it Inception? It doesn't matter. Just buy the fucking knives already and stop being little bitches about bleeding too much. (laughs) Boo-hoo. You know who also bleeds uncontrollably? Women, every month. <laughs> and you don't see us putting down the knives and leaving the kitchen for five to seven days of the month. <laughs> no, but seriously, I have a great offer for you guys. Okay, Cutco cares about its customers, and that's why I'm here today to offer the residents of Hemophiliaville a very special offer. Now, the 32-piece ultimate set, which includes super sharp American-made cooking knives that deliver clean cuts and make prep work fast and easy, complete with 12 steak knives and an oak block that will safely store and protect the edges of your knives, available with honey or cherry finish, (laughs) normally sells for over 
$2,000. But today, I am prepared to offer you this same knife set for just $700. That's right, $700. (laughs) (laughs) These knives are over 10 years old and they have never been sharpened, so they are most likely very dull and won't cut anything. But that's how you little bitches roll in Hemophiliaville, isn't it? So call today. Operators are standing by. Use discount code Little Bitches. Melissa <laughs> <laughs> McGillicuddy selling Cutco knives. Oh man, to a town full of humans. Next time I next time I get a company that's like, come up with a product code. I'm gonna say Little Bitches. Use <laughs> <laughs> code Little Bitches. <laughs> that's the next. Uh, Next, whatever product you're, yeah, whatever. you're selling. Whatever it is, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the, the new Puff South. Whoever, whoever will let me use that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be in your writer. It's just yeah. any, co- any, any coupon codes <laughs> that you're going to include in any of your products. It's got to be coupon little bitches. <laughs> use, use code little bitches for, <laughs> for nothing off, <laughs> little bitch. Use coupon code little bitches to add 5%. To the cost of this item, you little bitch. You're probably gonna do it too, little bitch. Because I'm telling you to. You can't resist it, you little bitch. There was um, there was a Weezer cover band called Little Bitches, and I guess like the singer from Weezer had heard about that there was a Weezer cover band and was like, oh, those guys are little bitches, so they named themselves. Little bitches. Oh, that's pretty dope. You gotta lean into it. You gotta. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. Fun fact. Yeah. Nick Coleman. Oh, jeez, <sighs> that was two words. Nick Coleman. Uh, <laughs> you run a Lego store in a town where nobody wears shoes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Greetings, hobbits of the Shire. <laughs> sure. Uh, hobbits are a wily bunch of down-home folk who are known for their durable feet. Tougher than an orc on PCP, your dogs know nothing of barking, for they are resilient beyond measure. Uh, this one. And while this, this can be a great source of pride, I know that sometimes when you're adventuring with elves and humans, you can feel left out of such talk as, oh, when the humans are like, my feet are tired, and the elves are like, oh, my calluses have calluses. And you just can't relate to any of it. <laughs> well, no more, my friends. Feast your eyes on... And then I fucking pull a curtain off of his giant like Lego sculpture. Of course. Of yeah. Eye of Sauron. I see it. And they don't know what Legos are or sculptures. And so they're like, oh, shit! And they start to run. And I'm like, no, wait, oh, sorry. No, it's just a... These are Legos. Hold on. And so I smash them into a million pieces. And I toss them into the crowd as they scramble all over. And slowly they stop, and they're like, oh, oh, fuck. Never felt pain on my feet before. And the cries of pain multiply. And those cries of pain turn into tears of joy. Because now they can relate to their human and elves friends. But then some fucking smarmy hobbit pipes up from the crowd and is like, what purpose does this serve other than to make my feet hurt? And then I'm like, the grand opening's tomorrow. We're also handing out sentient... Uh, extendo grip grabbers <laughs> to fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Nick Coleman. Lego store in a town 
where nobody wears shoes, which <laughs> Thank Hobbit. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <is> my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Open tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> so, so I'm going to end every segment on every episode now. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank, you, Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, God. <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's see if that's true. Bill Wallace, you run a pharmacy in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Leeches and Various Animal Urines. <laughs> <laughs> As you may have guessed, we specialize in all of today's most modern medicines. <laughs> right here we have some <laughs> Right here we have some medicine for a headache. Some large leeches for your head. <laughs> and, and here is some goat urine to rub on a pregnant woman's belly. <laughs> People right now believe that it prevents babies from being born with demons in their souls. <laughs> ah, and here is my favorite section of the store, the lab. This is where all of our uh, advancements in medical science have come from. Look, in the back is a man wearing three coats of varying hues attempting <laughs> to... Attempting to extract urine from a common house rat. <laughs> Why? Well, that's the fun part. We're not sure yet. But we'll find a use for it for sure. <laughs> yes, if there's one thing I am certain of, it is that the future of medicine lies in the swamps of the land and the penises of God's many majestic creatures. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's 15 large leeches. And a half jug of weasel urine. <laughs> that will be four shillings. Oh, terribly sorry. I seem to be dying of old age at 37. <laughs> so if you could just slip that onto the counter, that would be great. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bill Wallace. With his pharmacy of the Middle Ages. <laughs> get through that thought. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Um, that brings us... To the final segment of the evening. Oh, I know. Boo. I know. Boo. But. I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, but it is a segment that we haven't done in like two years at least, I think. Uh, it's erotic letter to the editor. Um, decided to pull this one out Can't just because. Can't imagine why this was retired. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll see if you prove we'll why we stopped doing it. We'll see, Jesse. <laughs> All right. Is this a challenge to see how much you sucked to the segment? That's we'll, not we'll a good. See. That's we'll not a good see. challenge. All I right. like well, it. But shouldn't have made me the anchor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, please have composed an erotic letter to the editor of the following real publications. Melissa, your letter to the editor of the Smithsonian Magazine. Hey, sexy papa. <laughs> Or mama. I wouldn't want to assume the editor of the Smithsonian Magazine is a man. Anywho, <laughs> I just wanted to say that your article on the invention of the super soaker really got me super soaked. <laughs> I loved learning how a leak in a heat pump gave rocket scientist Lonnie Johnson the idea for his powerful squirt gun. <laughs> Say no more. But actually, go on. <laughs> okay. As you know, like many inventions, the super soaker was the result of an accident, just like me. <laughs> I loved this article so much and I just had to write in and let you know how I felt. 
The picture you included of Johnson with his super soaker <laughs> really put me over the top. I was also titillated to learn that Johnson is working on a new water condenser that can pool moisture from ambient air. Ooh. It's going to be powered by solar cells and is being designed for use in arid areas with high humidity. Huh. Stay wet out there, Smithsonian. Sincerely, the other super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McGillicuddy. Erotic letter to the editor of the Smithsonian Magazine. Nick Coleman. I'm soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I peed on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. Uh, this isn't was an actual magazine, and I was tickled when I found that it was true. Um, <laughs> Nick, um, please have composed an erotic letter to the editor of Nuts and Volts Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest Brian Bergeron, editor of Nuts and Volts Magazine. The premier magazine for electronics enthusiasts. <coughs> the spectral purity of my output signal is never stronger than when your sine waves cross my subharmonic amplitudes. Mm. That's right. It, I'm saying you blow my fuse. <laughs> and if your all systems go on the signal I'm broadcasting your way, well, I'd just love to pop your circuit. Now, I know you don't know me from an alternating current, but if you turn your zero to one... I'll send a direct current through your output amplifier that'll make a variable coarse attenuator feel like a calibrated fine attenuator. <laughs> I'm saying I want to stick my super heterodyne model into your vacuum radio tube. Mm. And also, I'd like to suck your dick. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into any of this, meet me at the Reach Easy on June 22nd. <laughs> Order eggs. Sincerely, Extendo Grip Brand Reacher Grabber, <laughs> a.k.a. Steve. <laughs> Nick Coleman, Nuts and Volts Magazine, playing the long game tonight. Mm. Seriously. <laughs> so long. It's all connected, which <laughs> is uh, wonderfully ironic yeah, since that's the, the catchphrase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Cinematic Universe. <clears throat> oh. Bill Wallace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dazzle me. <laughs> with your erotic letter to the editor of, and it's an actual magazine, In Fisherman Magazine. <laughs> yeah. In Fisherman? Yeah, it's very real. <laughs> it's, uh, I spent a good deal of time <laughs> perusing it. Uh, okay. Dear editor, not enough time to figure out his name. <laughs> or hers, as Melissa made us all. Okay, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> Dear editor, I feel the need to inform you of the fact that your recent article entitled A Wave of New Boats for 2019 <laughs> was unacceptable. It made me so rock hard that I couldn't properly tie off this red-winged floater fly from my trip <laughs> to the Keys this weekend. <laughs> Furthermore, the piece titled The Best Motor for My Boat seems to, these are all real by the way, yeah. seems to almost have been designed specifically to arouse me. <laughs> In fact, these two caused me to do some trolling of my own and I found some startling things. It seems as though almost all of your article titles were designed to arouse lonely older men like myself. I have included a list of absolutely 100% real article <laughs> titles from your publication that prove my theory. The lowdown on walleye hardbaits. <laughs> Load up on bass bait. 
Responsible Captain Chris Whitman. <laughs> Bio spawn four and a half inch plasma tail. <laughs> Sensational new soft baits. Mm. Steelhead trout niçoise salad recipe. <laughs> and big sexy baits paddle worm. This is that's, I, I shit you not. The first article on the website was big sexy baits paddle worm. <laughs> I, c- I could not believe it. I was like, he sent me to some kind of weird <laughs> porn site. I just lucked into that one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you. I'm I'm done. Or thank you, goodbye, or whatever it was. <laughs> That's Stab, everybody. One more time Woo! for everybody on the panel tonight. Melissa McGillicuddy. Nick Coleman. Woo! Bill Wallace. Woo! Thank you for coming out to Stab. You know, all 40 or 60 or how many of you are here tonight. Um... <laughs> If you want to hear more stabs, please check out all of our online outlets. Spotify, iTunes, uh, we're still on SoundCloud for some reason, uh, Stitcher, uh, all over the place. And if you want to see the show, come on out to Stab, the theater named after the show, because that made sense. Uh, 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California, every Friday night at 10. We'll be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Goodbye.